Right, welcome everyone to Fazlift's podcast, episode 18. Um, today, I have guest Alex Shinaz uh, on again from Team Metal Athletics. Great to be joined by you again. Uh, welcome, mate. How are you doing? Doing good, Faz. Good awesome. to talk to you. Awesome. So today's topic is going to be giving uh, Alex a platform to discuss what happened with the latest prep, uh, which was involving Dave Palumbo, um, Alex himself, and uh, Giovanni Constantino Del Biondo, I think his name is, but a.k.a. John Effer. We'll refer to him as John from here on out. Um, just a brief uh, overview uh, of what happened. John was set to do a competition. Um, he, last minute, he, he sort of uh, ended with uh, Palumbo. Alex came in, uh, finished off the last week of prep. Competition didn't go so well. And the, the state of the difference in him over the last couple of days was so extreme in difference that people really want to know what the hell happened. So just from my perspective, I've interacted with John a handful of times on the forums and he's always been uh, a real nice guy very respectful and and uh, just a good lad um so i have no ill will against him i think people are you know there's people like him there's a lot of expectation around him i think he's going to do very well in the future uh, and i think people are just curious as to what the hell happened uh, how does that sound is that a question <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so um uh, is, that, is that does that sound about right just to just to give the audience um yeah. in terms of where yeah. we are well, my history with John is um, probably about a year, maybe a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not exactly sure when, when we started talking, but I had the same experience as you did. We, we met on the forum. I think he came into my radar on the forum or maybe on Facebook around um, a year and a half ago, maybe a little bit longer. And uh, so he had some logs where he was doing progress logs. At the time, he was around 300 pounds and not in prime shape. Mm-hmm. And uh, he would reach out, I, assumedly to everybody on earth, but definitely to me, um, and ask, you know, what we thought, how did you think he was going to do in the future? Could he turn pro? All of these things. Um, I found him to be very respectful as well. And I thought he was, I thought he was funny. He's interesting. He's got his own kind of unique character. He wears the Hawaiian shirts. He's got <laughs> the big Bollywood presence in the hair. He's done some movies. Um, so I liked him right from the start. I thought he was a really funny kid and, and like you said, respectful. Um, but at the same time, I knew that he was working with Dave and so I didn't give him much in the way of critique. I would just say, I think you need to be leaner. Um, and he would say, you know, I, am going to do a show and I'd say, well, okay, we'll go talk to Dave and do a show. That sounds like a good idea. You're about ready to strip that off. Um, then he came back to me and said that he was leaving Dave and didn't give me much of a reason. And I, I, I said, I don't know why you're leaving him. You, your last show went well. You won team nationals. Uh, why would you go? Um, then he, he was adamant that he was leaving. And I did a phone interview with him. Um, that had to be about a year ago. And I put him in the direction of Dominic Cardone um, simply because he told me that he hired Dave because he was an Italian from New York. That was his reason. And I, I thought that's interesting. He seems like he's, he needs to be comfortable and in line, like kind of aligned with the person, um, maybe identity wise for him to feel comfortable with them. Right. So I said, you know, I train you, but I think an alternate to me would be Dominic Cardone. I think he's, he's also an Italian from New York and I know him very well. I know he's a fantastic coach and, and he's young like you. He's been through what you've been through. He's done team nationals. Um, I, I think he lines up really well with you. So he ended up going to Dominic um, and I think he worked with him for about three months. 
And in that time frame, I didn't have any interaction with, with John at all. Um, I, I kind of at the same time withdrew from the forums a bit, um, dropped my moderator positions and just focused on my own responsibilities. Like I was starting a print shop and some other stuff. So I'll had my work, my client workload. Um, like, as you know, I've got three businesses, so I'm, I'm pretty much flat out all the time. So at that time I wasn't really on the forums. I know he had a progress log. And then one time he, he, he hit me up and he said, can you get my progress log deleted? And I said, I can't do it, but I can, I think I sent it to you to do. Yeah, I did that. Yeah. Yeah. And I just said, uh, can you, can you delete it for him? He doesn't want it up there. I didn't know the reason I thought he, he had come into some conflict with some, some of the posters. Um, but I basically pushed it off and, and said, no, I don't, I don't moderate anymore. I'm not doing that. Um, so then a bit more recently he started dieting and he would send me pictures that were, um, improving you know, week by week. And then he started to look very good mm-hmm. coming into the Atlantic States. I thought there wasn't going to be much of a challenge for him in the super heavyweight division. Um, so I talked to him more and more increasing into the Atlantic States, but I'd never, I never gave him any advice. It was just encouragement. Um, I would, I would tell him that he's going to do great. He looks great. Um, and he, he seemed to be fixated on, on not just winning, but winning everything. Yeah. Um, and that if he didn't win everything, it was going to matter. It, it was a kind of a lose-lose situation because he could either win everything and, the, and it was okay, or he would not win everything and it was terrible. Um, and so I, I took note of that. And, and it, I think at the time it didn't really concern me as much as it should have. I was just like, he's young. I get it. Um, but it turned out later to be a major issue and co- like character thing for him. Um, so what happened next was he messaged me, I, he texted me, that he was a few days out of Atlantics and he had taken a Lasix against or behind Dave's back more or less. Um, And he he actually said, I'm on the treadmill. My heart is pumping really fast. I don't feel well. I can't breathe. What do I do? And I said, you need to rehydrate like, and then tell Dave immediately what you've done. Just to, just to, just to clarify for the audience at this point, um, this is when he was still working with Dave and this was, he was with Dave. And yeah. how many days prior to which competition was this? Two days mm-hmm. prior to the Atlantic States. Was that, that was the one that you, you were coaching? I, I don't, I don't know what, what impetus he had to take a Lasix two days out. I don't, right. I don't know what, he didn't tell me why. Gotcha. Um, okay. He just said, I did this and I don't feel well. Um, he was sending me pictures every day and I think he was probably sending a lot of people pictures every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I was just saying, you look good, you look good, you look good. And he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, I've had McDonald's three times this week. So that kind of piqued my curiosity because I think that he might've done other diuretics earlier in the week and it was getting away from, from Dave and he was probably just feeding him thinking what the fuck's going on, yeah. you know? So, but the, the only, the only diuretics I knew about was the Lasix two days before for a fact. Um, so I just told him to rehydrate. I told him to get, um, you know, potassium and sodium through, through Morton's light salt and some Powerade and get off the treadmill and rest for the rest of the day. Just make sure you got hydrated and he bounced back pretty, pretty much fine. But in the text, he said, Dave's, Dave's diuretic protocol is pretty straightforward with diazide. Should I still do that? And I said, you should tell Dave what you're doing. Um, and he said, well, can it fuck me up? Can I die? And I said, it's, I said, it's very sensitive either way. I, I, I'm not going to say whether you're going to die or not. Like, I don't know, but it, you should tell Dave because 
and I said to him, which I regret, uh, maybe just tell Dave you can only get Lasix. I, I really should have just been adamant you should tell Dave. Mm. Um, but that was, that was what I told him. I said, maybe just tell him you can only get Lasix. So at least he could adjust by adding potassium, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, for, for those who are listening, um, depending on the protocol, is going to depend on what type of diuretic you use if you choose to use diuretic. So if you and your coach aren't aligned with your protocol and the diuretics you're using, it's not going to have the desired result. You end up with like really wacky mineral balances. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, he ended up winning the class and he, and he was very flat, but he won it. Um, I don't know what he weighed, something like in the 250 range. Um, he might've been like 255 or something like that. He's big, uh, big kid. Yeah. And I, and I sent him a congratulations and he was like really pissed off cause he didn't win the overall. And, uh, so a few weeks went by and I didn't really hear from him other than he said his dad was training him and I saw his videos. But during this time frame, I started working on his clothing for him. So he was, he was like, I'm going to do, um, I'm going to do team universe and, I want to do some t-shirts. So our company designed and illustrated t-shirts for him and shipped it to him very quickly. And he sold out of the first batch very quickly. And we did a second batch over a weekend. So I basically rush ordered him a six color job, which to anyone listening means nothing, but um, more or less I was bending over backwards for the kid so that he could get shirts to sell so he could pay his way into the show. Yeah. Um, and, and at the same time, he was also telling me about, some uh, a mentor of his who was another coach i'm not going to name the guy um but a mentor of his who he had agreed to pay 10 percent of his career earnings to for mentorship and i yeah and he said asked me what do i think about an arrangement and i said i i don't really think it's a good arrangement but i i think you should honor it or at least have a buyout clause and he said yeah i'm going to try to buy him out and so i think he did that and then he came to me and said i'm having trouble with my web developer um, he's not allowing me to make changes without paying me, paying him $2,500. And I said, John, there's no chance on earth that you need to pay any web developer, developer $2,500 for the website you have. <laughs> I said, I have a guy who can make you a website for under $500 that does what you do. Mm. I said, I don't know how you want to handle it, but once you're done with him, I'll give you, I'll give you my guy. I've made about 13 websites with him. Mm. Um, and, and he was like, okay, great. Thanks. So at this point, I'm basically like, just helping wherever I can. Um, and he's, he's sending me pictures and to be quite frank, he looked bad. He looked very, very soft and he was, he had dropped 20 something pounds. Um, and he had done it by eating like tuna fish and Stairmaster three hours a day. Uh, at this point, just for the audience's clarity, uh, is he still with Dave at this point? I know you said he'd been trained by his father. He's he's dropped Dave and he's trained by his father. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yep. Um, who I've, who I'd never had any interaction with at all. Um, so coming into the week of the show, um, or the week before the show, he sent me pictures, uh, two or three days in a row and said, I feel like I need to eat. My dad doesn't want me to eat. What should I do? Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, you really do need carbohydrates now. You really like, and not just a refeed, but you, in my opinion, you should have a steady, you should be steady into the show with carbs. Yeah. I, 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 I thought that, I thought that too. Yeah. 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 I just felt like his best, what his body was doing was being extremely tired and having hormonal responses in the negative fashion to the stress. Yeah. So, so I just, I thought the best, um, best way to combat that was to do less cardio 
um, to eat a moderate amount of carbohydrates to drop the protein and to drop sodium a bit because I asked him what his sodium was and he said unlimited was the number. Mm -hmm. So I don't think he was counting sodium at all. Um, he was just putting everything on it, which, you know, most people do when they're having no carbs. Mm -hmm. um, and so we came into the show on Saturday. I'm pulling up the diet, the first diet I gave him. I asked him to check in daily. And I'm just going to read through it because it's pretty, pretty straight up. Mm -hmm. First thing I asked him was, um, he said, I'm very carb sensitive. And I said, okay, first of all, when people tell me that, I basically don't believe it. I just think that they're, they're not eating correctly. They're not eating the correct carbs. They're just eating like whatever, like bread or stuff with fiber that they're not digesting well. Mm -hmm. um, there's something that, you know, mo most people can handle moderate carbohydrates as long as they're digesting fine. Sure. And, and I think you have to be a little bit more uh, sensitive to that uh, peak week, without a doubt. Right. So, so what I did was I, I took his vegetables down quite a bit. Because mm -hmm. um, he had a lot of vegetables in, and then I and I I added white potato because it was his choice, and this is where the potato meme comes in. <laughs> yeah. So I asked him, I asked him what what carbs he could handle pretty well, and he said, um, I you know kind of ran through the list, and he said potato. I said potato. He said, yeah, I digest potato, awesome. Mm -hmm. and I was like, okay. So meal one was two eggs. Before he was eating, it was pretty similar to this. I just changed the fat downwards and mm -hmm. the protein downwards and the carbs upwards. So he was having almost the same amount of. Uh, calories more yeah. or less. Like he sense. had two whole, two whole eggs, six ounce liquid, liquid egg whites, four ounce white potato, one cup of spinach for meal one. Meal two was four and a half ounce chicken breast. So for a guy his size, it's not very much. Um, 20 grams of walnuts. He had 30 grams before. He was eating seven grams of seven ounces of chicken breast and, and, and 30 grams of walnuts before. So I moved it down to four and a half and 20 and six ounces of white potato. And then meal three was four and a half ounces of cod. Uh, six ounce potato and a half cup of green beans. His pre-workout meal the entire week was four and a half ounces of chicken breast or white fish, one bagel, 32 grams of raisins, and a Powerade, a Powerade Zero with two servings of Morton's light salt. Um, and then post-workout all the way in was five ounce lean ground beef and six ounce white potato. Um, and then meal six was two whole eggs, um, six eggs white, six egg whites, one cup spinach and with the morning and the, the evening meal, he would have sugar-free fiber. Um, I bumped water up from two gallons to two and a half gallons. And I dropped um, the first day I said, keep sodium as you have it now. The second day was very much the same. Um, I had him drop potato in meal two, drop potato in meal three. I added a teaspoon of honey, table, tablespoon of honey pre-workout. And then I bumped protein a tiny, tiny bit. And then I lowered sodium by 30%. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm not going to get into exactly why I did all this. It was based on the pictures he sent me. Yeah, sure. Uh, and then no, 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 nothing about this is unusual so far. Yeah. No, there's nothing unusual. Yeah, yeah. Um, the next day I added potato back into meal two and I added potato back into meal six. I, I added potato into meal six, I should say. Mm -hmm. And then I bumped water to 2.75 gallons and kept sodium the same as Sunday, which is to say 30% reduced. Mm -hmm. Um, You've seen his pictures coming in, so by yep. by Tuesday or Wednesday, you saw the turnaround. I have to imagine that you can attest to that. Mm, absolutely. Okay, so there was there was a pretty dramatic change. So from the first pictures where he was around 232, 233 pounds, to which were on Saturday or Friday, mm -hmm. um, to Tuesday, he was 225, 226 pounds and dry. Yep. It was very, very dramatic, very fast. So on Tuesday, I added in 
I, I added the potato up to eight ounce on meal two. And then I added more raisins pre-workout. And then post-workout, I had them have 12 ounces of potato instead of six. Um, and six ounces of potato instead of, instead of uh, four or zero on meal six. So basically, I gave them a refeed. Um, and from there in, we basically redid the after Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, we basically did the, the, the second day diet where it had less carbs since he had to make weight. So, so the diet was very consistent. The mm -hmm. sodium was consistent. And the, day the, the two days before the show, we bumped water up to three gallons. We didn't change anything else. Um, on Thursday, on his way to the show, he sent me pictures that were really super dry. Mm. Um, and I can post these later so people can see them, but he's wearing a Hawaiian shirt in, in a leg picture where he's got crust, crustaceans in every head of his, you know, every, every angle of his leg. Oh, God, yeah. he, look, he looks fantastic. Yeah. He was ready. And, mm. and so his back double bicep was, was shredded. He, he's lacking a bit of density cause he's young and he, you know, he needs to work on that, but his, his details were insane. Um, you know, as, as far as how he was going to look coming in after having dropped 27 pounds in three weeks, um, he looked pretty good. So then Friday, um, I got to the show in the morning and we kept sodium the same the whole day. Um, and we, I don't know how far I should get into Friday right yet. I'm not, I'm not sure if there's any questions about anything else to this point. Um, I know that we talked about some of the other stuff, but, uh, I think, I, I think just from my perspective, um, just sort of from what I'm hearing and, and just to, for the benefit of the audience, um, essentially, as you were doing these changes, it's all sort of clicking for me now because that's exactly what I was thinking. Look at his photos. I thought he came to you uh, depleted. Uh, I thought he needed yes. carbs. He came to you not only depleted, but he looked tired as well. The he you put up a comparison picture of him when he first came to you to, I think, sort of midweek that week or something like that, or perhaps to Tuesday. And there was such a dramatic change in how he looked. The only thing I would have said at that point was feeding more carbs, which is what you're saying is exactly what you did. So my point is, I, everything for the course of up until Friday, that's all seems very normal. And uh, it's just uh, in my perspective, I, I was certainly so what I would confident. Do. I was so confident coming into Friday that I had like zero concerns. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm going I'm to back up a little bit. Sure. I'm going to back up a little bit because some of the other changes that I made are pertinent. Mm -hmm. um, after the Atlantic States, he told me that he was on 100 milligrams or micrograms of, of T3 and 125 or 120 micrograms of Clem. Right. And he said he felt very bad. Yeah, it's um, a high dose, yeah. It's, it's a dose that I've only tried once, and it was under the guidance of Dave Palumbo, which I'm sure he doesn't remember having me as a client. But... <laughs> That, that was the case. It's the only time I've ever done it. It was 12 years ago and I didn't feel good either and dropped him as a coach. Mm. So, you know, I, I didn't want to make this about Dave. I have all the respect in the world for Dave. I, sure. At least I did until he decided to make a video without talking to me at all mm. um, with Boston Lloyd, who doesn't have, doesn't seem to have goals. He has targets. He just decides to target somebody and, and he's going to get a lot of views by, by tearing them down. Mm. Um, and he's very I, good at it. I think that added to John's pressure quite, quite a lot. Oh gosh. Going in. Oh gosh. Yeah. So, you know, I honestly, I, I've been very quiet. I did not want to address this on, on social media. Um, I, I don't want to hurt John. I really don't. Um, but the way this ends is, is pretty sad and, and it hurt me personally. And the aftermath of watching 
John Post, um, which actually I didn't see, and Boston Post, which I also haven't seen. I haven't read them. My wife read them and started, you know, coming to me with stuff. And I said, you need to stop. I, I have other things I need to be doing and I cannot focus if I'm feeling sorry for myself or, or reading stuff about myself or fielding emails from people telling me I'm going to kill somebody or some stupid shit like this. Yeah, yeah. So um, going back, um, I, I brought his, I, I advised him to bring down his, his T3 um, to between 37.5 and 50 micrograms. And I advised him to take time off climb entirely. Um, makes perfect sense. Yeah. Intermittently he'd tell me, Oh, I'm doing Adderall. Oh, I'm doing this. And I, and I tell him, don't do Adderall and Clen together. They can contraindicate hmm. each other and, and you can have issues. And so he, you know, he's just kind of, he's working with his dad and he's doing his own thing and he's kind of throwing it out there and I'm sure he's getting multiple different views. Um, and I don't know which parts are, are coming in. So this, this begs the question, which everybody has asked me is why would you take this prep? And, and I, I had, I'm not going to name who called me, but, um, a couple people called me and said, do not do the prep. He, he will, he will sabotage it at the end and you're going to look really bad. He's very visible and, um, it's not going to end well. And I, I honestly, I felt like I was in such control by this point that I was like, really not worried. We were vibing really well. We were, we were getting along very well. We were laughing yeah. at stuff and, and friendly. And I'd worked with him on shirts and he paid me promptly and all this stuff. And then coming into the show, I didn't even, I didn't even ask him for payment. I did ask him for nothing. So anyone yeah, who thinks that he's paying. Yeah. And I, I saw on social media, you were with him at the competition at the weigh-in and all that stuff as well. You look like you're both having a good time. So that was really good. Uh, can we, can we just back up a little bit and just talk yeah. a little bit about initially why, why did he drop Dave in the interim between the Atlantic state competition and this one? What, what was that situation? So the, the real reason only he knows, but what he told me was two things. He didn't like the way he was being fed, right. um, which I think he didn't like eating McDonald's um, for for, car, for for refeeds. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't really like McDonald's, so I get it. No, I, I don't um, either. It's, it just struck me as a strange. Well, that was that was number <laughs> one. And the other the other thing he told me, which at the time I thought was like kind of a shitty thing to say, but but later upon retrospect, I think it probably might have, might have been exactly what you needed. To, he needed to hear was. Um, he told Dave he wanted to do classic for the team U. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. And Dave's words were to him in John's John's quotes are, uh, "Don't do it. You're going to look like shit and want to kill yourself." <laughs> um, the backstory to that is John had a really bad depression for like a year, okay. um, and he had a really bad time with it. And I I have to imagine Dave knew this. Uh, I didn't know it until after the fact. Well, like, that's driving, that's driving that's, around in New Jersey. Yeah. We were talking, and he told me about it. That's an especially um, shitty thing to say in that case, then. Mm. It, yeah, like I'm kind of tearing up hearing it because I, mm. I just, I've had interactions with suicide and it's, it's really bad. It's like yeah. you say something and then it hits them and they do it and you're like, yeah. it's fucked up. Mm. So I don't think Dave meant to hurt him. I think he meant to guide him. And the only thing he, he's probably at this point, like fed up with this kid just doing stupid shit. Mm. And, and he's like, you're going to kill yourself if you, if you lose or you look bad because he knows how he's going to, how he's going to behave. And, uh, and I don't think he meant you're going to kill yourself, but more like you're, you're going to, um, react terribly. Um, so that's what he told me was the reason he said he didn't like that. And then he said something about, 
um, I, don't, I don't even know, like something about somebody saying the N-word and Dave saying on, on the air, he's never said the N-word. And he's like, he said it to me. And like, he's basically creating a victimhood here. Right. Okay. Um, where Dave's Dave making him a victim, which at the time when I'm hearing it and I'm compassionate to him because I'm his coach and I'm, sure. you know, I'm bringing him in. I'm like, yeah, that's kind of shitty. And my experience with Dave was less than favorable. He was always polite, but I didn't find him to be attentive or extremely um, caring about what I was doing. Um, so my experience was like, yeah, he probably doesn't care. You know, um, I don't, now I don't think that's the case. I think he cares about Gio quite a bit. Um, and I think that's, you know, I think he'll probably, he's probably the only coach for him. I think yeah. he should be his coach. I think I've, I, said that, I've said that multiple times to, to John. I just kept saying, you belong with Dave. You belong with Dave. He's, he's the best coach for you. Um, I, I think, unfortunately, when you do pick up people this close to a competition and they're bad-mouthing their previous coaches, uh, it's difficult to sort of separate that out because uh, I've, I've been in that situation before. Yeah. And event, eventually, well, you, you realize it's probably not the other coach. It's probably the client. Well, he's also bad-mouthing Dom. And I've right. been friends with Dom for four or five years, hmm. and, and I wasn't having any of that. So he, you know, he said something about Dom and this and that. And I, and I just stopped him and I said, you know, I've been friends with Dom for a very long time and um, I have my own experiences and they're all positive. I just like basically like stop talking. Yeah. I've, um, I've never heard anything bad said about uh, Dom. There's nothing bad to say about yeah, Dom. Yeah, yeah, the, the only thing you could ever say about Dom is that he's retreated into his own thing because he's had such terrible life things happen to him. Mm. So he's disappeared from, from the scene and from people for a while. Like I wouldn't hear from him for six months and then he'd come back, but there's literally nothing. I have nothing this bad to say about Dominic, mm. nothing. Um, and so I wasn't hearing it from John either. I was like, and then John flipped his tune and said, you know, I, it'd be great if you could talk to him and, and see if we could mend the fences. And I said, I, I'll, I'll talk to him. Mm. But at the time, you know, we were heading to the mall to pick out some sneakers to keep his mind off of things is what I was doing. Mm. So I was driving him around, you know, trying to keep him relaxed. Um, and, I was compassionate to him. So at the time I'm, I'm basically on his side. Yeah. So anything he says, I'm just, I'm just trying to guide him in smoothly and be nice to him. Sure. So, so we've discussed sort of why he dropped Dave um, prior to all this happening, you know, take him to the competition and all that. Why, why did he end up hiring you? I only, he can tell you that. Mm -hmm. In fact, I don't, I don't even know if you can call it hiring me because I, yeah. I was doing it for free until I was basically just, he just said, I, I want you to bring me into the show. And I said, you just got to do what I say to do. And I think you're going to be much, much better. Um, and, and so I, I don't know why he chose me out of literally 15 coaches that he talks to, I'm sure. I mean, as we'll get into the story later, he was talking to literally every coach at the show while he was there. Um, so I think he could have had his pick of the litter. I think maybe some of them said no to him. I think maybe a lot of them said no to him because either they were advised to, or they just knew better. Um, why, why did I take him as a better question? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. So c could you expand on that? And wh why did you take him? Uh, um, what were you so number one, I thought I could get it right. Hmm. Okay. So I'm, I do, I did hear the criticisms from people like Sid Ray. I don't know if it's Ray or Rye. Um, and right. Sid's like a really, really, honest, direct, and blunt, and sometimes painfully blunt person. <laughs> he's, yeah, um, he's, he's going to be on the podcast relatively soon. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I, I actually think, like Sid, I told like years ago when he was natural, I was like, you have the goods, dude. You're going to go. You're going to mm. go really, really far. Yeah, he's and a if great he, if, he can get his, if he can get his arms up to match the rest of them, he's going to be nasty. Mm -hmm. 
Mm. So, you know, I, I, like I think highly of Sid and he's, but he's very abrasive and mm. he's actually a lot like Boston in a lot of ways, but actually with substance and goals. So he's, he's kind of a more dangerous Boston in my mind. Boston <laughs> has a bigger clout, but he's a, doesn't really matter to me at all. Sid, Sid actually, his opinion matters. And, and Sid's opinion was, you're an idiot. He's a super heavyweight. He's not even that good. He's going to get crushed. Mm-hmm. And, and why are you telling him that he's going to be good? Mm-hmm. And my response to that is, I genuinely believe if he gets this right, he's going to be top three. Mm-hmm. And I still believe he would have been, like very easily. And would he have beaten the top two guys? They were more suited for classic than he is. But if he was on, um, he would have given them a hard time because he's a lot bigger than they are. He's not as dense in a lot of ways, but he's, he's got way bigger legs. And, and, you know, he would have been good enough to stand there for sure. And there's a very good chance that he could have pulled it off if someone else slipped up. So I, why did I take it is because um, I liked him. I'd been working with him on other projects. He, I, I thought he treated me differently than other people. Mm. And, and that, was a, that was a silly thing to think. Uh, but I thought that he, he held me in higher regard. And probably what it was is nobody else would help him. Mm. But, or nobody else was willing to like, like formally help him. Um, and I was the only one when he said, hey, if I, if I throw you $300, will you come to the show? And I said, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll make the drive. It's a, it's a bit of a drive. But, and, you know, this is like two days before the show or before the, I had to have to leave. And as you know, I've got two kids that are three and six. My mm-hmm. wife works on her own business. And I've got two other businesses that I do. Um, so it's not like I'm just like, yeah, sure. I'm a single guy. I'll just show up. Yeah, yeah, you, you had to drop a lot to get there. No, everything stopped. Yeah, and like yeah. my printing business stopped for the weekend. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I, I did not print 1500 shirts instead of going there. Mm-hmm. So I, I wasn't making money mm-hmm. by going there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was, and, but I wanted to be there if I could be there. And so, and my wife was like, you should not be going to this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, I'm going to go, you know, and I really wanted to meet him too. Yeah. So I'd, I'd never met him in person and I really wanted to meet him. I had one other guy who I'd consulted with and brought him into the show and he, he looked awesome. He did way better than last year. And, uh, and I wanted to be there for him too. And I ended up uh, uh, staying with him in his hotel room the next night. But anyway, I took it because I thought I could get it and I thought it could, it could look really good on me. And I, I probably didn't weigh how bad it could go. Obviously didn't, didn't weigh how bad it could go. <laughs> well, I don't think anyone would have expected this, surely. But well, yeah, I think, I think I can understand your reasons. John has a really big following as well. And, uh, you know, as far as you and I are concerned, he's always been a really nice guy. So I understand you just wanting him to do well. That makes sense. Yeah, that was, that was really it. And, mm. and, uh, and I thought I could get it right. That mm. was all. Mm. That, that was really, there wasn't like a whole, much, whole, whole lot of thought other than that. And, I, and a lot of people did warn me, um, including his friends. I asked, I asked a couple of people their opinion. I'm not going to name them because I don't, want, I don't want that type of a backlash. But um, to them, not to me. I don't give a fuck about me. At this point, I've been shit on everywhere. Um, but, you know, they were like, he's not stable. He, he does weird stuff. And yeah. he's, you know, he, it could go really badly. It's not going to look good on you. That was and they sort were right. Of, yeah. and I have to just say, like, sorry, guys. Next time you tell me to do something, I'm listening harder. Um, <laughs> that was sort of my next question. Uh, before we move on to the last few days of the contest, I just wanted you to talk a little bit more about John John and his personality and, and what you sort of garnered from, from his personality type and how that may have affected things going, going forward. Yeah. Um, so positively, 
uh, John is a, is a very polite guy. He's, he's very respectful of his father, which I found to be endearing. Hmm. Um, his dad's a really sweet guy too. And his, his sister who I met was, was really supportive of him. So family unit is really, really important to him more so than most kids that are 21. And he talked to me a bit about that more um, with the situation with his parents and, and his other brothers and stuff like that. And so he's bonded pretty tightly with his family. Um, and he seems like the type of person who is seeking genuine friendships. Um, and to that point we've had, we, we had what I thought was a, a pretty genuine friendship. Um, he's also really quirky and, and fun. Like he does stuff the way he wants to do it, which is, which is cool. Like he'll wear crazy shirts and, and his <laughs> hair's pretty unique and he likes Bollywood movies. He loves, um, Indian culture. He's, he's dating an Indian girl. Um, and he's seemingly like very open to, to culturism, you know, cultures and like, and, and people being different, which I think is, which is great. Yeah. Um, you know, I wanted to get that, that very set clearly, like the good things about him before I say anything that's less good. But what I observed was, um, he's a very anxious person, um, almost obsessively anxious over, over a few different things. Like he would, he would just, you know, how do I look? How do I look? How do I look? And, you know, you can't worry about how you look 24 or seven every five minutes going into a show. You have to relax and let your body do its thing. Yeah. Cause that'll make um, it worse. <laughs> it'll, yeah. It'll make it worse. And also I noticed after like, it started to become clear there um, when he was talking about Dominic and other people, but I noticed he was playing the victim quite a bit. It was, it was kind of like, everybody had done something to him. And so he was like, not, a, not at fault for any of it. Like basically of any of the things that had happened to him. And uh, it was just kind of, at the time it was, it was a small thing, but after the fact it, it it's kind of clear. Yeah. Um, and then kind of some like delusions and, and disassociative like personality type of thing where he would just be like, when I'm pro, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. Don't you think a pro card is going to, is going to raise my stock was a line I heard a lot. Don't you think a pro card is going to raise my stock? And my, my honest opinion was I, I would ask him, how do you think that's the case? Oh, I'd be able to do this and that, like sell this, sell that. And I'm like, I don't, I don't really know that that's the case. You might get more followers and you might be able to monetize that. Sure. But I think you can do that organically and you've been doing that. Um, and I, and I have told him a lot, that his, he belongs as a super heavyweight bodybuilder. He belongs in the open classes and that he should, that's where his career is. And he's 21 years old. He's going to be like, you know, a force, um, but not as a classic bodybuilder. It doesn't make any sense. Um, but his idea was, I'm just going to get a card and it's going to raise my stock. That's what he said. So I didn't necessarily agree with that, but he became repetitive to the point of obsessive on that point. And I had a hard time kind of distracting him from it. Um, just, you know, like, here's a small task. Let's do it. You know, was, was how I went about it. Sure. Let's, Hey, let's go in the elevator, go downstairs and let's go to the mall. Let's, let's, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. that's why we chose to do that. And I drove him to tanning and I drove him to, to wherever we went and his dad was perfectly willing to do it, but I did it because I, I didn't want him to be sitting with his dad and the way they communicated was, you think I'm going to win? 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 And that, that was their interactions back and forth. And his dad would ask me, what do you think? 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 <laughs> And I'm like, I think you should leave, hmm. you know, I think you should all leave and he should lay here and watch a movie. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah, definitely. 
Um, so that's what I was trying to get him to do. And it, it wasn't, he, he was, he had too many nervous twitches and too many, too much movement um, and not enough. Um, maybe it's self-confidence. Maybe it's, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I, I couldn't tell you. Mm. So the, I, so, I guess the, the constant questioning uh, is probably going to implant those seeds into his head. Yeah. And, and the yeah. thing is, is that I can't answer it in a way that's satisfactory because I'm either repeating myself or I have to lie to him about something. Mm. You know, I have to like tell him what he wants to hear and I can't do that. <laughs> so I, I started avoiding the questions and kind of trying to like stop them before they happened. Mm. That's, that's, that was my tact at that point. And it was getting exhausting. Mm. And he even said to me, you must be exhausted. Like I would be so annoyed if I was doing this. You know, right now. <laughs> and, I, and he said, he said to me, you don't seem to be bothered by anything. And I told him, you know, the way you react to people is extremely important. I, I remember telling him, I said, it's, it's really important that if everybody else is losing their shit, that you're not. Mm. Um, and I think that, you know, and I think that's true. And that's, that's one of the things that I've worked on really hard is, is to be kind of stoic in the face of a lot of stormy bullshit. Mm. And uh, not that I'm not feeling stuff inside. It's yeah. just that I'm not going to let people see that, that, that it's affecting me because you know, it, there's no benefit for them or me. Yeah. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't benefit the situation. So I was just keeping very calm and, you know, just chill and making jokes. And, and that was basically it, but he, he was qu at, quite at unrest, I should say. That's yeah. what I would say. Um, so where do you want, where do you want to pick up? Okay, great. So um, what we'll do is we'll, could you just speak a little bit about, um, we've, we've touched on it just now, but if you could speak a little bit more about John and his father's relationship, and how that dynamic kind of works. And then from there, I think we'll move on to the final few days. Um, he has the utmost respect for his father. His father trained with Steve Mahalik. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, for those that don't know, Mahalik trained like John Defendis and, and a bunch of other uh, USA champs. And his, his mentality was like 60 sets of like to failure. <laughs> he, was just, he was just berserk. And who knows what cocaine he was on, but he, he, <laughs> he did some crazy shit. And, and so his dad trained with him. His dad has, has good musculature. You can see the genes. Um, his dad was a, a retired New York city cop. That aside, he's like a cream puff. He's like a sweetheart. Um, and he loves his son so much. It's not even funny. Like the only thing that I would say is that he's enabling his son by not disciplining them in certain situations sure okay and and i as a dad i can tell you it's not easy to do um it's it's a very hard thing to do to discipline your child when you just really want to love them um <laughs> so and i think i think that his relationship with his dad is almost like lou ferrigno and his dad that's what it seemed like to me mm. like it was just like his dad kind of determines things for him um makes decisions and he doesn't want to cross his father mm. but then he goes and does things quietly behind his back and doesn't tell him yeah. because he, he can't, you know, mm. um, if he doesn't agree with him, you know, he won't tell him that. So it gets to be a little bit hairy, but I think his dad also knows that one of the things he said to me was, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm glad you're here. Mm. Um, and I was like, no, that's good. I mean, it's, you got him here. He's here. We look good. Everything's fine. Hey, why don't you go take care of your other kids? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they were there too. I think somebody else was there with him, and so he was hanging out with them. I think, um, uh, just from my experience, I think that dynamic can often lend itself to this sort of narcissistic um, type of 
I'm the victim type of uh, personality potentially if I'm not being too different. The father or the son? For, uh, the way the father treats the son. If he treats him uh, in, yeah. that, you know, I, I really, that I really can't on. comment that far. I mm. really can't. I only met them in the, for a short time, but yeah, yeah. And and to be and to be honest, like bodybuilding aside, like he's really lucky to have his dad. Mm. So I mean, he's had he's had a hard time with his mom, and uh, and she's ill, which is okay. which is really sad. Mm. Um, and you know, I'm tearing up again because because she's ill with cancer, and and my dad died of cancer. Right. So, sorry, excuse me. Um, so he's really lucky to have his dad. Yeah. Um, so bodybuilding aside, I think he's just a, he's a really good kid, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really, I'm, I'm really kind of torn up that this has happened. So what, what we'll do is we'll, we've sort of, it's been, a, it's been, I think, important to paint a picture of the background of how we arrived here, of how he left Dave, how he got with you, his relationships with the people around him. So I think now we're going to delve into um, the final few days yeah Um, yeah i think that's smart yeah so what will what will start is what what can you share with us uh apart from what you already have about leading up to sort of wednesday thursday from thursday onwards what can you share with us about what happened okay so friday when i got there i took a look at him his dad comes running in what do you think Mm -hmm. is he bigger than you thought is he smaller than you thought just all these questions Mm -hmm. and i and i didn't answer any of them um i just took a really hard look at him and i thought he looks good but he needs to eat you know, he's, he's pretty dry. Um, he was really dry on Thursday, but he kind of looks like almost like too flat now where he's looking softer. So we gave him a meal and we kept the first like three meals on Friday, almost identical to the meals that we had been doing all week. Um, the only thing I did was I, I added a bagel with raisins in early. So meal two had a bagel with raisins or meal one did one of the, one of those two, I think he had meal one and then I got there for meal two. That's what it was. So meal two had some bagel and raisins. He didn't have a scale with him. So I wasn't going to weigh him. I wasn't going to worry about that. Uh, after his third meal, which was, again, I think it was just um, salmon and potatoes. And it was like six ounces of potatoes and some salmon. Small meal. Same salt. Still drinking water. Um, we, had, we did 2.5 gallons of water on Thursday because we had been at three. And we were going to do – or we did 2.25, rather. And then we were going to taper it down to – um, somewhere between 1.5 and two gallons for the, for the last day with the idea that we were not going to do any diuretics whatsoever. Um, so, you know, no oral diuretics, no, no injectable diuretics, nothing like that. So, um, my idea was I was just going to keep drawing carbs in with the sodium low. And then if he was flat at night, I would give him a larger meal with more sodium and just put him to bed. Mm-hmm. And every time I've ever done this, it, it's, pretty much like the safest route there's no like there's no home run hit right it's not it's not like you're trying to like like junk load necessarily you're not yeah. doing four meals of like of, of cheeseburgers it's not not nothing like that mm-hmm. um you know so boston's like he junk loads his guys he junk loads his guys I, I give him one meal usually either think, the second to yeah. last or the last meal that's that's pretty big and and I wouldn't call it junk. I just want to. I just want to emphasize that because one of the criticisms levied against you was that you were trying to pack it all into the last couple of days, but from what you're saying, that's not really the case. It was just minor adjustments. So if we could just, you know, put that. No, there was nothing. There was no different meal. Yeah, yeah. Like I added a cookie to one of the meals. I added a muffin to one of the meals, and I added a bagel to one of the meals. And so he was. I've got pictures and videos of him after all these. He posted one of them. I posted it. I don't know if he took it down, but I, I actually, I did not post it. He posted it. Um, he probably did take it down because it's kind of a damning 
picture if you if you know what you're looking at yeah. it kind of tells the story in reverse actually yeah so the picture is he's and I'll, I'll repost it or send it to people if they ask is he's extremely vascular and full at um close to the end of the day not not quite the end of the day um plenty of time to pull the water out and um you know just kind of cruise in with like moderate sodium again mm-hmm. like that was basically the idea so i gave him one meal that was four eggs a six ounce sirloin a side of french fries and home fries and he had he had a he had about 10 ounces of sprite maybe 12 ounces of sprite so that was the one meal and it was a little higher in sodium and we came back to the room and and that's you know he looked great um and then we just laid in bed you know and i gave him one more small meal which was just literally just a, a, a very small meal before bed and so we and we kept water in so there was no there was like he wasn't not drinking water the whole way right mm-hmm. well i go to bed i leave him there at about 10 30 11 o'clock and i go to bed and with the instructions to come get me at 2 a.m so i want to take a look at 2 a.m and so he knocks on my door and i go out in the hallway and he and he does one front double bicep and one ab and thigh which i took a picture of the ab and thigh and faz he looked so bad so mm-hmm. deflated mm-hmm. so flat that I, I he didn't even look like he'd ever squatted in his life yeah like his legs were gone yeah and i i just took the one picture and i i said go back in there drink a liter of water eat another meal i gave him another meal i gave him more sodium and and i told him to go to bed and he woke up in the morning dry and tight and extremely flat so at this, day, him, at this stage you're worried you would be worried i'm worried yeah. i'm very worried because he should there's no logical reason that he should wake up flat no. He should have woken up still a little bit wet and really, really full. Yes. Yeah. That's how he should have woken up. And I should have just walked out, took one look at him and like, like patted him on the, on the shoulder and be like, good job, go to bed. Mm-hmm. That's what I should have done. But I walked out and said, what the fuck is this? Mm. You know, in my head. And he's like, what do you think? What do you think? And I'm like, you need to eat and you need to get more water in you mm. because you're, you're, you're gone right now. Mm. You know, I didn't say you're gone right now. Cause I, he's, he's, you know, fragile, yeah, but I sure. said, you're, I'm what I'm looking at. And you've seen the picture. Mm-hmm. it's not good yeah so i was so tired because i hadn't slept i actually stayed up doing other updates that i i went back in my room and and i said briefly in the back of my head he did it again he took he took something mm-hmm. but it didn't really enter my the front of my head <laughs> i i was in the front of my head i was like no he wouldn't do that mm-hmm. i i just need to feed him more so then in the morning when he woke up he looked pretty good because i had given him more water you know i don't know see he goes back in his room i actually don't know what he ate and i don't know what he drank mm-hmm. but i told him what to do i that was that was the one meal i wasn't there for mm-hmm. so i i'm assuming he did what i what i asked him to do and then he woke up and he, he looked pretty good but he was you know he was still like he needed to fill out was his and, father was his father sharing the room with him at the time no right his gotcha. father had another room cool that's fine yeah. um so we get up to go do the tan and we get to the tanning and he walks out afterwards and two things. One, the tan doesn't look good on him. Mm. Um, and then the second thing is he's gone. Like, like he doesn't have any muscles. He's mm. gone. So I'm like, we need to go eat again and we need to get a fairly big meal in. So I brought him back to the diner and we had, he had three eggs, bacon, home fries and toast. Um, and that was it. Like there was no pancakes. There was no, no nothing else. Not at this point. 
I kept it kind of small. Now this kid can eat that in about three seconds. <laughs> so w- when he eats meals, like that's not even food for him. Mm. It's like gone. It's gone so quick. But he's so big. Yeah, every meal, every meal he ate, like was just like instantly gone. Yeah. So he's starving. Um, so he eats that. I give him a cup of coffee and a glass of water. And then we go over to the venue and I look at him and he's, I have two pictures of him like doing the ab and thigh. Um, and he, he doesn't look better. Like he's just not filling out. He just looks extremely, extremely flat. So whatever you, whatever you're putting into him, it's just not making a difference. Right. So yeah. the experience now this, I'm getting bashed for, for giving him too much food here, but he's telling me that he's not used diuretics and he's this flat. Mm. So my, my only recourse here is to increase water because as anyone knows, his blood sugar could be too high and I don't have insulin. He doesn't have insulin. And well, so all I can use is water. And my assumption is that he needs water and small amounts of sodium. Mm-hmm. So first off to circle back, he only had about five pounds of potatoes on him. So I don't know where the 15 pounds of potato, I think he called Boston and said, he loaded me on 15 pounds of potatoes <laughs> when he only had one China plate full of potatoes. And then his dad bought more and he only brought about a pound to the show. Yeah. So, which he didn't eat. He ate half of it. Yeah. So he had five ish pounds of potatoes over two days is what he had. Mm-hmm. There were no 15 pounds of potatoes. It's the stupidest shit I've ever heard. He literally can't count without a scale is what I think either that or he's embellishing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, at this point, we've still got hours to go. And I tell him, lay down, let your body rest. Let's see if the water kind of comes in and get up and we'll get up and pump like an hour and a half before we're going to be on stage. He lays down for about 30 seconds, you know, gets on his phone and I start getting texts from other coaches saying, he's sending me pictures. He's really flat. He's, he's freaking out. Uh, yeah. Hmm. And so I'm getting like, honestly, I'm starting to like shake because I'm so angry. I'm hmm. like, this is when it enters my mind that the possibility that he didn't take diuretics is almost zero. Um, And so knowing his past, um, I, I, his past show situations, it it all just came full circle. So I'm thinking now I've got to guess which ones he's used because he's not, not going to tell me. Mm. So I've got to guess if he's used a potassium sparing or a non-potassium sparing, am I going to feed him too much potassium and and it's going to be a problem because he used you know, he used diazide this time instead of Lasix. Uh, You know, I'm thinking all these things and I don't, I don't really know what I'm supposed to do here. Hmm. So, and at the same time, um, yeah, I'm starting to panic because he's not going to look good. You know, there's not enough time here for me to fix it. It's going to take like a day. So how, how at this point that you're sort of, you know, you're panicking how, how tempted are you to just to say flat out, look, what the hell's going on to. No, I did. I did. Yeah, I did. And, and, and he's, and he was like, I swear to God, and I'm not going to go further than that with somebody. Sure. You want to swear to God in front of me, then, you know, I'll, I'll deal with it later. But right now in the, in the moment, I'm not going to call you a liar and walk out of the building. Yeah, sure. Retrospect. Maybe I should have, mm-hmm. what I should have told him is don't get on stage. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't care what you spent to get here. I don't care what you did to get here. Don't get on stage. Um, and, and I should have taken the heat for that in whatever way it came, but that would have been the best advice that I could have given him. And that's, that's my fault. Um, you know, and the other thing that's my fault is not going to his dad and saying, what the fuck, you know, did, did your son do this shit again? Do you know anything? I should have done that, but I didn't want to confront his father. I actually, I, I felt really, I felt really bad for both of them at this point. Um, when I should have been pissed, more pissed than feeling bad, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, so. 
at this point I asked him to get up and start pumping and I just start giving him water. So I gave him probably, I, I filled up a 12 ounce water four times. So he said he had 48 ounces of water slowly while he pumped up and he actually started to come back to life a little bit. And I took some pictures, sent them to a few people and they're like, yeah, it's bad, but it's not that bad. Like he, he's okay. He's full now, you know, he's getting there, but then it would just disappear. It just kept disappearing. It was like within 25 minutes. Yeah. He was yeah. Gone. Yeah. That just doesn't, doesn't happen normally. Does it? It can't happen. Mm. So, or, or if it does, it's like there's some other mechanism happening, mm, yeah, yeah. right? Like there's some other like high stress, which is possible because, I mean, either other, even other competitors were saying to him, you need to lay down and rest, man. like relax. Well, he couldn't yeah. relax. He just kept pacing around. So then the kind of the end of it for me where I, where I like emotionally lost it, checked out, was I went for a short walk to get a breather. Um, I went to Starbucks mm. and got myself coffee. I just needed a minute. And which they had a Starbucks right there in the lobby. So I, 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 on my way back, I went to the bathroom and he's standing there with uh, Justin Miller and a couple other coaches. And Justin Miller's a nasty coach who wouldn't take him for this show because he's friends with Dave. And I have all the respect in the world for Justin and he doesn't know me and he probably thinks I'm fucking terrible. But, um, you know, I shook his hand, hey, Justin, and walked out. Um, and at that point, I was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. Um, I gave him. I basically gave him another uh, donut and a small meal like was earlier than that, like an hour before he had, he had some, uh, some chicken, like four ounces of chicken and six ounces of potatoes or eight ounces of potatoes. I think it was. So he had that a donut and then some, I said, have some potato chips. Well, then I come back and the potato chips are like gone. He ate a whole bag. Um, so even after all this, there was still another hour and a half. So like he didn't get on to like two. So, it, you know, we're talking like we got there at eight in the morning and he didn't get on till two. So somewhere around like noon or Newton 1230, something like that. Um, I wish I had better notes, but I was just kind of in the middle of it there. When sure. I was there. Um, I, I took another look at him and he just looked soft and like, but his body was changing so rapidly. It was really bizarre. It was like uh, he would look full and then he would look really watery and then he would like his glutes started to dry out. And I was like, Oh, that's cool. Like, all right, maybe we're going to be good here. And then they just fell apart. Like he was like all the water just went into his skin Yeah, and they looked really bad. Like he, he was actually about to get into line and I saw glute striations and then all of a sudden they were gone again, like really fast. Mm -hmm. So um, the salt water thing, people are like, he had me drink salt water. Um, I, what I did is he didn't have any, um, table salt. He had sea salt. So what I did was I cranked a, a sixth of a teaspoon of a teaspoon into a, um, a bowl. Like I basically cranked it like four or five times and I gave him about three ounces of water as he was pumping up just to keep the pump. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, cause he was like, not really keeping it. It was not really staying like things were like moving pretty quick. So I'm just throwing darts now. Mm -hmm. Um, so I gave him like the salt water was literally 450 to 600 milligrams of salt. So that made no difference. It's not much. So, no, no, no. There, that made no difference at the end of it. So the day of the show, whatever he had for salt was whatever potato chips he ate. Like, I'm not sure if other competitors were eating them because they were open on the table or if he ate that much, but I told him to have a handful. I said, have a handful of potatoes, potato chips. So he should have had like, you know, maybe 800 milligrams of salt from that mm. and then the 800 milligrams i gave him and then his breakfast and then his one meal so he should have been at like three to four grams of, of salt that day which would have been about normal maybe a little bit more and given dehydration 
with water coming in was probably what he needed. But I don't know. You know, I don't know exactly what happened when I went to the bathroom or what at any other point what he took. I, I can't tell you or what he ate. I, I, I honestly don't know. Um, so in retrospect, I think if, if I have to piece it together and make a guess, I think he probably used Lasix because he had it available. At least that's what he had available the show before. And I think he probably took it fairly early, maybe mid, mid afternoon to late afternoon the night before the show. I think he probably took it before we looked really good. And then it started to work. And by 2 a.m. he was gone. And I don't know if he took anything else, but I, I wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me. Um, at, at that point, when I saw, his, saw him at 2 a.m., it was, it was just, it should have been very clear. Um, I just can't really tell you exactly, unless I, could, I knew which, which diuretic it was, then I could kind of pinpoint when it, when it, when it happened. But other than that, it's just guessing. So my, my feeling is that if you're inexperienced and you look at yourself, you know, the day before the show, you think I'm not, I'm not dry enough, you know, like I'm, I'm really full, but I'm not dry enough. I need to dry out. And the truth is you need to go to bed and dry out and wait for like, and you know, you've got like 16 hours before you're on stage. If you just go basically the way you are with a little bit limited water, you're going to be dry. Um, especially when you're as dry as he was Thursday and Friday. So that's, that's my best guess. Um, and it's the guess of a lot of people who have talked to me. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's unfortunate that I, that the only person that knows the truth is John. And if he did not take diuretics and I told him this, I said, if you didn't take diuretics and this is what your body does, you're not meant for bodybuilding. You're going to have a really hard time peaking ever. Hmm. Um, Cause this, this is an abnormal response. We did everything like we did all week and you looked completely normal. And then, so if you didn't take diuretics, you have like, insane amounts of stress hormones in your body when you come into shows and you're going to look like doo-doo the rest of your life unless you control that mm -hmm. so i don't think that's the case i don't think i don't think that's the case at all i think he took diuretics yeah yeah that's, that's my feeling the 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 acute nature of of the changes certainly seems to suggest that um i wanted to just to uh, i guess give give you a chance to sort of say your piece on this but the or or perhaps we covered it already but the majority of the criticisms levied against you or were against this uh, huge supposedly huge amount of potatoes you were giving him but also the salt water which you which you were yeah. supposedly necking down him now the impression that i'm getting from talking to you now is that it was actually done in a methodical way um rather than yes. this like yeah. i've got a protocol i'm going to shove it down your throat kind of thing so could you just sort of just once again kind of put that to rest because i think that's one of the major criticisms coming in from the forums at least i don't know who would believe that someone could eat 15 pounds of potatoes like, how long would it take somebody to do that? <laughs> yeah. That's what I want to know. Because I, I, anybody who's reached out to me and say, you're an idiot for 15 pounds of potatoes, I'd like you to try to eat it. Like, record it and see how quickly you can do it. It's going to take you all day. So maybe, maybe two days. I don't even know. It's going to take a long time. And mm. that's if you're only eating potatoes, right? So he didn't have 15 pounds of potatoes with him. It did, didn't exist. There was maybe five. And I don't even think there was five. There, he went and bought more, uh, which I never saw because they were in his dad's room. Who His dad cooked, and he only brought a Tupperware full to the show. So I don't know how many pounds of potatoes you can fit in the Tupperware, but it's not 15. Yeah. Um, the reason potatoes existed in the first place in this prep is because he told me this is what he can, he can digest quickly. Anyone who works with me knows I typically use rice products. 
um, or who, who has worked with me. They know I, I typically will use rice products. I like to use bagels, sometimes a muffin or a cookie. Um, but you know, it's, it's pretty much just that. And then my, my go-to for like, um, to really fill out if you're flat is usually steak, steak and fries. That's, that's usually it. I don't usually do a burger. I use steak and fries. I might add an egg. Um, in John's case, I added four eggs because he was huge. Um, he's a big guy. And also he ate the two eggs in one bite. And I was like, uh, he needs more food than this. Um, so did I make mistakes? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I made, I made so many mistakes. It's not even funny based on, based on what I could have done. But given the information I had in the plan that I had in place, which was pretty straightforward, um, none of the, none of the decisions I had to make were, were normal. They weren't like, they weren't typical. You typically I'd wake up the morning of the show and I'd have literally a normal meal, just mm. like chicken and chicken. And in this case, white potato. Yeah. Oh, also, by the way, I had white potato and everything. Cause he told me white potato, but he was eating yellow potatoes okay. because I don't know if he knows the difference between white and yellow potatoes, but evidently they, they were fine because he used those all week. Okay. Um, so there was, there was no potato load. I don't know where this thing came from, but his meals consisted of primarily potatoes, um, small, small portions of, of protein and occasionally bagel. And that, that's, um, that's all very standard for the last few days. That's all very, I don't think it's non-standard. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. For the last few days, it was, it for was the last few, Yeah. I, I want to just address one more thing, some possibility that which may have occurred because I, you know, as we said, right from the beginning, we're, but we both really like John and uh, wish him nothing but the yeah. best for the future. Is there a third possibility that he has perhaps uncovered or unearthed some potential health problems? Um, I don't think so because, well, I haven't seen him now, but mm. he told me he was back to normal. Like he said, I, I, I had to take a diuretic the night of the show. He, and I'm like, yeah, cause yeah. He's been on the I'm forum. Like, he's been on the forum today and um, he's, he said his resting heart rate's very, very high. Um, so I don't think he's quite back to scratch yet, which is, this is why I wanted to sort of get your opinion on that. He's not really back to normal right now. I, 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 I don't want to say anyone's a liar because that's, that, that's not my skin of the game, but is, is there a potential yeah. third option that he's, he's, you know, this prep has uncovered some health issues for him? It's not impossible, mm. but what I observed of him was that he didn't seem to be having, he never said that he had heart racing issues other than when he told me he had used Lasix with Dave. Mm-hmm. He never told me other than that. And then after the show to put on 20 something pounds in a day is and when he said he barely ate, which I think he went out for pizza is what he told me he was going to do. I don't know what he ate when he, when he went for pizza, but he said he was going to get a pizza when I left him. Um, for you to put on 20 pounds is a diuretic rebound. That's, that's my, that's my expectation. Uh, if it's not, then, then yeah, I mean, he could, but his body acted completely normal the whole way in. It did everything it was supposed to do. And, well, and then he dropped most of the weight post-show. If his heart rate's high, I can't really speak on that. I don't know. Well, I don't I, know what, what I don't want to speculate negatively, but because since he's lost the water now and his heart rate's back sky high, the, you know, that, that starts to get you thinking perhaps is, he, is, is there potentially he's taken some more just to, I don't know. What specifically? Potentially. I don't know. I, I think that's probably speculation which, uh, which I don't need to make. Well, like, hy- uh, like hypertension... Yeah, potentially, or just to get rid of some of the blokes, just put up some decent pictures. Say, hey guys, I'm okay. I just, I just don't know what he's done this week at all. Mm, yeah, yeah. You know, and but like he could have been using diuretics every day this week. I don't know. Mm. 
Yeah. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Um, what I do know is that for him to blow up overnight and then kind of body come back to normal physically, like, like the way it looks pretty quickly and not have like edema in the ankles all week. And you know, all that shows me that his body seems to be resilient enough unless he's doing that with diuretics. Right. I don't have enough information. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it, isn't it? That's the big question mark. Right. Well, in regards to sort of um, the situation moving forward, um, I, I, I think, I think this was a, I think this was a sad situation on both sides because obviously for yourself and your business, you, you applied not only business time uh, into this, but also emotionally you were, you're involved in this as well. And uh, the same with John, it was obviously his competition was a big deal for him. It's, it's a huge letdown yeah. for both of you. Um, and it, you know, but but I just wanted to say, John's not here, but you know, we, we both do wish him all the best. And personally, I would like to get him on myself to get his side of the story too. But um, sure. is, is there anything else that you'd like to, to say? Anything else that we've missed potentially? Um, I mean, if you're asking me about like me personally, like hmm. how I'll do or how I'll be after this. Um, yeah, please do. Yeah. I, I don't really know what the backlash will be. I, I don't know if people will listen to this and believe me or believe him or um, if I'm even telling a story that's to be believed. I don't really know. I'm just giving you my account. Sure. Um, yeah. I think I've had enough people reach out to me. Almost all of my clients reached out to me and said, like, this isn't how you operate. This isn't how you were with me. Um, I've made mistakes with clients before and perhaps I've had not given people enough water at the end. If the, you know, like I can tell you straight up, um, Adam Walsh at his competition needed more water because we went on so late and I should have given him a couple more liters of water. He, he blew up with water and looked great. And that was my fault because I just, I just didn't quite get it. You know, I, I'm not perfect. I've made, I've made mistakes with preps and I've had some preps where the body's gone haywire at the end because we pushed too, for too hard to, for too long. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not going to sit here and say, you know, it's, it's like Luke Sando was like, 16th place and then he was third at the Arnold and like when he was 16th or ninth place or whatever he was mm. he was uh you know took too many diuretics and ended up almost in the hospital or in the hospital or whatever and people aren't like oh Chris Aceto killed him you yeah. know yeah. the next show he's he's back and he figured it out and he looks nasty and people are like great and then the next show after that he's like sixth place again yeah you know I think probably no one's like oh Chris Aceto fucked him up nobody no. does that so I, I don't know how long lasting these things are I think probably the difference between this prep and others that um, you may have wanted to improve on is that there's just a huge amount of question marks over what went wrong here. And I think for me personally speaking as a coach, that's always quite frustrating because if something goes wrong and you know what you did, that's fine. But if something goes yeah, wrong. No, no, nobody you know. took a win. Home right, this weekend. right, right. I, d I took no wins home this weekend and, and doing this podcast is not trying to get a win. Um, I lost. I, got, I took a big L. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think we've, I think we've been, we've just covered your story here. We've been very respectful for, for both sides, definitely. Yeah. So, I mean, as far as as far as my business is concerned, um, I got a job to do with the people I have, and mm -hmm. thankfully, most of them have, or all of them really, that have reached out to me have, have shown support. Um, I had somebody start a prep yesterday who knows all about it and literally didn't care whatsoever. Uh, I had reach out for inquiry yesterday for a new client, and I've got. Um, you know, several people that are in the works that are six, eight, ten weeks out. Um, one guy four weeks out. Then we're going to come on stage and we're going to look good. And the only thing that I, I think about is I don't really have room to put up shitty physiques right now because I'm getting four times the amount of views that I would normally. Um, 
So that's an opportunity. That's all I look at. It. It's an opportunity for me to put up winners and people look at it and have testimonials from those winners. And um, this isn't big enough to put me down, I don't think. You know, I'll, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm nobody, but I'll just say that um, for my bodybuilding prep, you were one of the only two coaches that I would have gone to. So just if that means anything to you, um, then that, that's going to my nothing. <laughs> no, no, I mean, I, I, I'm not saying I'm Andrew Vu, who I respect. I think he's awesome. I'm not saying I'm a Cito. I'm not saying I'm Neil Hill. I'm these guys. I'm, you know, I stay in my lane. I really do. I, I have the level of people I have. I do a great job with off season. I get people big mm-hmm. and, and preps are usually good. And I have a lot of wins. I have a lot of top threes and, yep. you know, I, I don't have high level clients other than Chainsaw who I brought to high level because my client beat him the year before. Mm. Um, and he came to me saying, uh, I just lost to your guy. Can you, can you <laughs> I, remember, I remember you saying that story. Yeah. Yeah. By, so, by the um, way, by the way, how, how much is he on for a pro in this year? He looks What's fucking that? amazing. How much is Chainsaw on for a pro in this year? He looks fucking amazing. A pro? Uh, uh, sorry, to, to qualify as, to, as a pro. Uh, I, I mean, he looks he awesome. Wants win. He wants to win. Um, and he'll do anything, you know. Yeah. He'll, he'll train as hard as he has to to win. Um, I, I, I haven't seen him stand next to the top tier guys, other than Chris Waite, who is a great bodybuilder. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen him stand next to enough people. His class at Junior Nationals had three guys. Um, one of one of whom, the guy who beat him by one point, will be at the show in North America, so they'll get a rematch. I've uh, um, I've been keeping up with his Insta stories, and he's just he's so focused. Uh, yeah, he's got such a good perspective on things as well. I really I really enjoy his content. There's nothing bad to say about him. Like yeah. at this point in time, he's lacking a little bit in terms of like pro development. I think he needs another year for for the pro stage, but I think we have a shot at a win. Um, I know there's formidable people coming. Um, so I'm not expecting anything necessarily other than to just destroy the look we had last year. And with Chris, um, I've, I've, the number one thing I care about with Chris is that he's healthy. Um, you know, uh, guys that are that big, I worry about just, just being that big. I worry about it. Um, so we've been pretty conservative for, for two years. You'd be surprised how conservative we've gone other than food, which has been immense. Yeah, um, even even training. I, I I saw him doing his giant sets. To we talked about him uh, preventing injuries and things like that, which is yeah, really, yeah. which is really so, good. So more or less, he's he's like you know my most visible guy, and and and, uh, and it's an opportunity, obviously, for me to be seen, um, which I might not have had before. Like he could have won the show, and nobody still would have known that I existed. <laughs> um, which you know is fine. Um, might have been better, <laughs> but. <laughs> You know, if he goes up there and gets a respectable, you know, top five finish, right, yeah. and looks great, then it does nothing but help me. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and if he doesn't do that, I don't know. Maybe I should just do off seasons. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> but I have really high expectations. I really do. And, I, and I, I, I care a lot about the results. I cared a lot about John's results. Yeah. Um, well, I, still, least... I still want John to do well. I want him to, yeah. I want him to come out of this, you know, healthy, and I want him to – to take his time. And I, I think he should be with Dave and I think he should do what Dave tells him to do. Yeah. Um, going forward, he should stop listening to anybody else. Yeah. I think it's definitely a learning experience. Um, and uh, hopefully, hopefully the, the first thing for John, I think is hopefully he feels better this week. 
um, and he potentially gets himself to hospital just to make sure everything's okay. So we, we do wish him the best. And I yeah. haven't got any idea what's going on with him there. He has, I, you know, I haven't spoken to him about yeah. it, but I hope, he, yeah. I, hope he, I hope he does too. Absolutely, absolutely. Right, uh, Alex, th thanks very much for joining uh, us here and hopefully the audience have, um, can now put that to rest. They've had your side of things. Uh, and everything that you've said doesn't seem to be outlandish in the slightest. Um, and everything you did with uh, John seems to be more reactionary. Um, so, you know, methodically yeah, adding things it was, in. It was reactionary at a certain point. And right, right. So just, me, clear, I, I should say, yeah, I should say meth methodically adding things in, not reactionary. Um, and that, that, seemed, yeah. that seems to be, you know, a nice sensible way of doing things. So I think we can put some of the meme questions to rest at least. You know, we haven't got John's side of the, of the story, but some of the memes that have come up from other third parties involved, like, like Boston Lloyd, to do with the potatoes, et cetera, et cetera, I think we can kind of put that to rest. You know? So uh, at least we've, we've managed to... Yeah, I, actually, I'd like to say one thing. Mm. Um, and that is that I think it's really important that people that are journalists that have pages that are, that are journalists and, and outlets for that, um, I think it's important that they get both sides of a story before they report. Yeah. Um, I, I just think it's uh, it's bad form to go on, especially with a third party who's not involved, who's getting fed information. So to go on with Boston is purely just for views. There's, yeah. there's no, you know, it's entertainment value. And for them to, I didn't watch it. Um, I, I don't think I will. I don't, I don't think I want to hear what they have to say about, because yeah. it's just not, it's not going to be accurate. Um, it's going to just make me angry or sad or whatever. Yeah. But the point is, is that Boston has no, no forum here. He has, he has no, no part of this. He shouldn't be there other than John going to him to talk about it because he wants to get out in front of it, um, which I get, but it's just a bad idea. And if you're a journalist with a page like Dave's, um, he should have just called me first and no, I won't be going on the show. I'm not, I don't, I'm not interested in mm -hmm. now. I would have earlier. Um, but now I've decided there's, there's, I mean, if I was asked, uh, there's no way I would, I would, uh, go on and, and, and field questions after this is good enough for me. Yeah. This is all I want to say. Yeah, that's great. Well, um, I'm glad that I was able to offer you a platform for this and, um, we'll, uh, we'll wrap it up here and Alex, third time you've been on the show. Um, always great to have you on man and hopefully get you on. Yeah, I think you're going to get more views on this one. <laughs> I think so. I think, uh, I think it's, it's you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. I think uh, I think some of yours have been some of the more popular ones, so uh, it's pretty cool. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll get this out ASAP, which will probably drop later today. So sometime in the evening, Thursday evening, a little bit ahead of schedule, hopefully for you guys in America, and um, sort of late night um, Thursday over here in the UK. So uh, once again, thanks for coming on, and I'll speak to you soon. Thanks, Faz.